When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, every night here on the show, we pride ourselves on giving you a whole lot of stuff. But sometimes there's too much stuff for the show hole. For instance, last night we had a lovely conversation with the legendary Julie Andrews, but some of it just wouldn't fit. So it is my pleasure right now to present this spoonful of sugar. One of the first times I interviewed you, we actually, when the camera turned off, we did a little bit of... Well, you um, shut down the show at the time. You said, turn off the cameras, turn off the cameras. Because I was in character, and I couldn't really enjoy you as much as I would. You were so great, though, Stephen. Thank you very much. Well, a poem we started to do together at the time was The King's Breakfast. That's right. By A.A. Milne. And And you asked me if I knew an A.A. Milne poem and I said yes but do you know and I started to recite it and you said stop cameras I've got to give her a hug it's my favorite poem and one of my favorite poems. My mother used to read this to me as a child. That's right yeah. And we're probably out of time but but would you I would just I would just love if we could read uh, The King's Breakfast by A.A. Milne together. I'd love to. Okay. How shall we do it? Well shall I do the voices and you do the narrative or Oh, or, that sounds or vice versa. Nice. No, that sounds nice. Okay. Why don't? Okay, I'll I'll do the narr- narrative. Okay, and, and I you think do the I remember it. But so let's here's see. a copy for oh, okay. you. Here's a copy for so me. So you do all the all the setups. I'll do all the setups. All okay, right. you're the director. I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm just pigment on your brush, Julian. Oh, Andrews. okay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, okay. Um, so the King's Breakfast by A. A. Milne, Stephen Colbert, and Julian. And Julian Andrews, right? The king asked the queen, and the queen asked the dairymaid, Could we have some butter for the royal slice of bread? The queen asked the dairymaid. The dairymaid said, Certainly, I'll go and tell the cow now before she goes to bed. The dairymaid, she curtsied and went and told the alderney, Don't forget the butter for the royal slice of bread. The alderney said sleepily, You'd better tell his majesty that many people nowadays like marmalade instead. The dairymaid said, Fancy. And went to tell Her Majesty. She curtsied to the Queen. She turned a little red. Excuse me, Your Majesty, for taking up the liberty, but marmalade is tasty if it's very thickly spread. The Queen said... Oh. And went to tell His Majesty. Talking of the butter for the royal slice of bread, many people think that marmalade is nicer. Would you like to try a little marmalade instead? The King said... Bother. 
And then he said, Oh, dearie me. The king sobbed, Oh, dearie me. And went back to bed. Nobody, he whimpered, could call me a fussy man. I only wanted a little bit of butter for my bread. The queen said, There, there. And went to the dairymaid. The dairymaid said, There, there. And went to the shed. The cow said, There, there, I didn't really mean it. Here's milk for his porringer and butter for his bread. The queen took the butter and brought it to his majesty. The king said, Butter, eh? And bounced out of bed. But nobody, he said as he kissed her tenderly. Nobody, he said as he slid down the banisters. Nobody, my darling, could call me a fussy man. But I do like a little bit of butter with my bread. <laughs> Bravo, you! Bravo! We finally I'll take made that, a... young lady. <laughs> Thank you. You did were terrific. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was such a delight. Oh, Thank you, Julie. We should put it down one day. The book Homework is available now. Julie Andrews, everybody. Up next, Jonathan Franzen tells a bedtime story. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Well, that's it for The Late Show, everybody. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow, and my guests will be Seth MacFarlane and Neil deGrasse Tyson. But before we go, it's awfully late. So let's hear a little bedtime story from National Book Award-winning author Jonathan Franzen. Jonathan, would you, would you read us a little bedtime story? I would be happy to. <laughs> Great. Ah, ah, we're ready. <laughs> little Red Reading Hood. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Little Red Reading Hood who loved her grandmother's local independent bookstore. <laughs> One day, when she went to the store to buy a cookbook, there was an enormous wolf behind the counter. Yes, a terrible wolf. The wolf was wearing the grandmother's granny glasses and her Oakland Raiders cap. Why, Grandmother, said Little Red Reading Hood, what big eyes you have. The better to see your consumer preferences and target you with advertising, the wolf said. But Grandmother, said Little Red Reading Hood, what big ears you have. The better to hear your opinions about the products I sell, the wolf said. But Grandmother, the girl said, what big hands you have. The better to give you free overnight shipping, the wolf said. <laughs> Oh, but grandmother, what big teeth you have, said Little Red Reading Hood. The better to gobble up every retailer in the world, the wolf snarled, because then I can gobble up every consumer too and finally earn a profit for my shareholders. <laughs> With that, the wolf leaped from behind the counter and swallowed Little Red Reading Hood. Then, drowsy from his meal, he fell asleep, and along came the United States Department of Justice. <laughs> looking for the multinational monopoly that had wiped out local retailers and set up low-wage distribution centers in tax-friendly states. The department scissored opened his belly and out tumbled Little Red Reading Hood, her beloved grandmother, her grandmother's employees, 
and millions of other retailers and consumers. They all lived happily ever after. Wow, well, thank, thank you, Jonathan. That was a scary story. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you something? Is the wolf a metaphor for something? Possibly. <laughs> Is it Zappos? Is it Zappos? <laughs> you know, wolves are endangered. <laughs> it's illegal to hurt a wolf, Jonathan Franzen. It was, it was just a little pair of scissors. It was sewn right back up. No really problem was done. Sewn back up? Didn't uh, say that part. No didn't law say was... that part in the story. Say <laughs> so you cut open the wolf. You could be arrested, Jonathan Franz. The Department of Justice cut open the wolf. It was oh, not me. so it's okay that the government did it. <laughs> Jonathan Franz's book is Purity. Get it today. Good night. George Saunders tells a bedtime story after this. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Well, that's it for The Late Show. Tune in tomorrow. My guests will be Downton Abbey's Michelle Dockery, Hugh Bonneville, and Alan Leach, director Adam McKay, and a musical performance by Kurt Vile. But before we go tonight, how about a bedtime story? George. George, I, I understand that you wrote one for us. I did. I did. This is called Festive, and it's uh, in the form of a diary entry. Dear Diary, tonight, December 8th, Christmas around corner. Must admit, slight sense of dread. This Christmas has to be modest. We always say, never do. Note to self, set low dollar limit per kid exchange homemade presents, Christmas morning sing carols, list many blessings in life, go in yard, gaze at sky to assuage kids' sense of having been gypped by small limit, <laughs> or to maximize amount kids can get within limit, buy no presents pre-Christmas, but day after Christmas, go to mall, find bargains. <laughs> Could be fun. New holiday tradition. Make sandwiches at home. Eat sandwiches in food court. <laughs> After having kids sign agreement, re arcade verboten. Tonight, however, kids excited about Christmas, making lists of presents they want. Edward wants pony. Emma wants mink boots. Kids unaware of our recent financial fiasco? But no, kids aware. Edward, Daddy, how did we go broke? Me, we did, we did not exactly feel why our culture is so crass. Wish we lived where money no big deal. People happy due to trees. Son, if person laid off, has brief period of not working, finally finds job far below previous job, no big deal. Worry. Why are kids so materialistic? Me. Okay, guys, who is Jesus? Long pause. Emma, 
this perfect person who lived a long time ago and loved everyone? Respectful silence in the living room. Then Edward says, yeah, Jesus cool. Jesus had son named Tiny Tim. <laughs> and then this mob came, killed Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim came back to life on the third day. <laughs> killed the mob with lasers coming out of his eyes. I propose we take walk. Outside, world of white. Big flakes floating down past streetlight. Emma. Daddy, how many days will you get off this year for Christmas? Me. Three. Moon high. Snow blue and moonlight. Branches of trees holding narrow shells of snow. Fun, Emma says. That will be fun. And just like that is Christmas. Merry Christmas, George. Merry Christmas, Stephen. George Saunders, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though. Because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.